0: the wide receivers and now we're both excited about this list. yes uh quite a few fantastic quarterbacks are on the market this year um i've got 15 uh kind of top uh guys to go after this year um and most of them are unrestricted free agents i think i have one guy yeah i have one guy on this list who is uh He's a restricted free agent, but it has some type of tie into it i forget exactly it's alan lazard but uh we'll, we'll get to him in a little bit okay um so uh, like we said and you both we we both have him number one at the wide receiver position uh alan robinson um if chicago doesn't end up franchise tagging him uh where do you think he fits the best where do you think he would want to go uh mm. to try to use his prime years at
1: it's the best oh man that speaks to my fandom oh (laughs) oh, god can you imagine me in kansas city
0: no i mean so here's the thing with kansas city um (laughs) i I, I literally was just because i set this in my head and i i had this kind of ready to go for whenever we started talking about what teams should do moving forward um but uh and all of a sudden this morning when i'm watching all, all these videos pft they go talk about kansas city They're saying they need to add a new dimension to their offense. And I say that the only dimension I need to see them do is two things. Bolster, just get a deeper offensive line. So when you do have inevitable injuries, you don't get completely decimated. Uh, And then two, you need just a route runner you have Travis Kelsey as your kind of like underneath route runner guy right now, mm-hmm. but everybody's double teaming him because the only other thing you have to do is play zone over the top mm-hmm. to stop Tyreek Hill from going all the way down the field. And then you got me Harmon, but he kind of crumbles under the pressure. Sammy Watkins can never stay healthy. Um, exactly. uh, what's the other guy's name? There's one more uh, really fast guy out there. He's Marcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. He's just, he's kind of Tyreek Hill light. Um, so and, <laughs> it, and,
1: and Byron Pringle.
0: Uh, Pringle, I, I do really like him. He's their return guy right now, and I think that he's kind of thriving in that role. Um, I think that they might kind of use him just as that specialist gadget guy to kind of bust open over-the-top <coughs> stuff just mm-hmm. to kind of take some of that pressure off of Tyreek Hill when he's running those deep routes. They want to kind of split those safeties, have them make a choice, have Pringle right. running down the field with him. But if they have just one more guy over the middle, kind of in that mid-range area where Travis Kelsey is right now, that, I think that would really open up a lot for that Kansas City offense, and so I, I think that uh Allen Robinson in that situation just be a route runner, run your route, and let exactly. Pat Mahomes do do what he does. And, and that, at the end of the day, that offense is going to take off like crazy.
1: Exactly. there yeah, Take an example for anybody who doesn't like. Okay, heard the technical version of what just happened, and really not really. Okay. Yeah, I'm not feeling. It. Okay. Let me make it. I'm gonna draw. <laughs> I'm gonna draw a picture so you can all see it. If Allen Robinson was placed, taking the same example, and was put on Kansas City, Allen Robinson has now become Antonio Brown in Tampa Bay. Yeah. As it simple that. as that. You know, it, it to what he was, to what his value was, all the way to, to down the stretch of the season to the Super Bowl, Yeah, that that's what Allen Robinson would be. He would just end up opening the game up for everyone else, which, you know. And he'd get his at the end of this day. Exactly. It's it's
0: not going to be one of these things where he's going to be competing to try to get targets or anything like that. Yes, you've got Mikko Harmon, you've got uh, Brian Pingle, you've got Demarcus Robinson, but at the end of the day, they're all going to defer. The only guys that you really have to say, hey, they got to get there first is Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, and then you're going to be that third guy where it's just like as long as you run your route, and as mm-hmm. long as uh, Pat Mahomes can trust you to be in the spot that he needs you to be in when when things break down, you're going to be just fine. The, he's going to get you that ball because at the end of the day, again, like I said, they're going to be playing those two safeties over top to stop Tyreek Hill from mm-hmm. make, doing those bombs. is exactly what happened in the Super Bowl. You're going to bracket Travis Kelsey because he's too much of a beast <laughs> and too fast for one linebacker, but he he's way too strong for one DB. So right. you got to b- kind of bracket him with both, and then boom, you're going to have – you can't you can't double team everybody there's going to be somebody open at the end of the day and if you've got a reliable guy like Allen robinson i think kansas city would uh, tch, that that offense would be ridiculous with, with Allen robinson in there
1: and in, and in fairness to this this very you know s- subjective kansas city piece that we yeah. just did Allen robinson did go on record stating that he wanted to go to a contender and yeah. play for a championship so this actually validates what we're talking about. This if, is a potential contender. I mean, a exactly. potential landing spot for this guy.
0: And if it's not Kansas City, I would say if you're really looking to be that number one guy, go to Baltimore.
1: Mm. Go to Baltimore. Oh, I don't like that. It, it, it's going it's <laughs> to make it really dangerous. tough for Kansas
0: City. Ooh, Ooh. That's a, for the whole league. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? That, that's going to be a nasty situation. Oh, I don't situation. like that. <laughs> That's a nightmare.
1: I didn't even think. I, my mind wouldn't even allow me to go there yeah. to even think. That, no. <laughs> no, this cannot happen in the NFL. That's exactly not this that is
0: their number one need is to get a a a, a legitimate number one wide receiver, Allen Robinson. That's I think he's kind of proven that over his time in Chicago.
1: And they can't beat Kansas City exactly. And <laughs>
0: so if they are able to figure out a way to go get him, I think oh. Baltimore becomes one of the favorites uh and and in all honesty, I think Lamar Jackson's kind of gotten a lot of crap over the last few years for his playoff run, and Mm -hmm. I've been saying it since I've seen it uh, where I finally come around on, hey, Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. He's not just a a running back playing quarterback. That's not the case. I I feel like I have to (laughs) say uh, I apologize to you, uh, Lamar Jackson. I disrespected (laughs) you. Uh, But at the end of the day, he is a quarterback. He is able to make those throws, and he he can play in the pocket if he needs to, but Mm. he doesn't have to. So when he's on those off schedule plays where you have somebody like uh, Hollywood Brown running all over the place, being able to break free, um, he can definitely be that guy where he's just um, able to just say at the end of the day, I'm going to be where you need me to be. I'm going to be where the play tells me I need to be. Mm -hmm. And you can always trust that I'm going to be there for you. And, And that's what I think that Baltimore offense has really been missing is just that consistency at the wide receiver position.
1: Right. So who you got next on your list?
0: Um, next on my list is Kenny Galladay. Really? At number two? No, sorry. Chris Godwin and then Kenny Galladay. Uh, All right. That sounds
1: <laughs> up by that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, but
0: I am uh, operating under the uh, kind of...
1: It was right either direction, it,
0: no, it, no, I No. Honestly, I feel like Chris Godwin is... Uh, he's definitely higher only because he's much younger. He's three years younger than uh, Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at the end of the day, if anything happens... He's getting franchise tagged he I don't think he's going anywhere so I think he's staying in Tampa Bay uh, I think hmm. that's a great situation for him uh to continue to play with the goat keep going again hey let's run it back like I, I just I don't see him trying to break the bank right now um right. and I know Mike Evans has even said he's willing to restructure his contract to free up some more cap space this year to bring back as many guys as they possibly can um I know they're they're looking at kind of using that um that franchise tag either on, I think it's Shaq Barrett on the defense side of the ball. There's a bunch of guys that they need to resign. Uh, But I think at the end of the day, you let and Sue walk, um, and then you go try to find somebody in the draft to kind of fill that void for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you kind of, at the end of the day, I think Chris Godwin would be willing to take a hometown discount to stay with Tampa Bay and go run it back.
1: Yeah, I, that, that's seemingly where the direction is going. Um, There has been some chatter where there's kind of some – they're not exactly sure. They may let him walk. But it doesn't seem likely that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But what I got from it was stay tuned kind of thing because it, it's not clear what they want to do just yet because they have gonna so let many Andy decisions. they're going to let
0: wide receiver walk, they're going to let Antonio Brown walk. Mm. Uh, and, that, and the only reason why I say that is is because that offense was still very, very efficient before Antonio Brown got there. True. Um, so it, like, I feel like Antonio Brown, yes, he brought that new level. He brought that new depth. But there's a lot of depth in the draft to go get a, uh, another wide receiver. You can go second, third round and go get a wide receiver if you really needed to. So I think you let Antonio Brown walk. You save that extra, what, 3 $4, 5000000 million, whatever it may be, uh, to, to keep Antonio Brown, and you use that to go pay Chris Gu- Godwin. When you use that to go pay Shaq Barrett, you use that to go pay somebody else that, that you, you know is going to make a huge impact on this next run to go back-to-back in the Super Bowl run here. Right. <clears throat> uh, so that, that's the only thing where I would say uh, I, I, I do think Antonio Brown probably is going to be a guy who's going to be left on the market at the end of everything. Hmm. Uh, he is 32 years of age. Um, he is an unrestricted free agent. I think that he's going to find himself in a position after everything that's just happened in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. where we finally had a, what, two, two and a half month stretch, not having some big a bombshell of a story come out about Antonio Brown. <laughs> uh, I, I think that a lot of teams are now willing to see that he's not going to be a cancer in the locker room, obviously he's able to be in that locker room with Tampa Bay and go win a Super Bowl. So let's go. Uh, maybe he goes to Seattle uh, where they, they discussed um, trying to get him before he ended up going to Tampa Bay last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he goes to Baltimore team up with his cousin in, in Hollywood Brown. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of possibilities for Antonio Brown uh, in, in this market. So uh, I, I think that he's going to be just fine, but I just, I don't see him returning back to Tampa Bay unless uh, he takes a, Pretty big cut, big, big, pretty big pay cut uh, to to stick around uh, because they've got a lot of guys to resign.
1: Wow. Okay. I I got I I was completely on the opposite direction where I think they were going to get rid of Godwin and keep Brown, as opposed to.
0: I just think Godwin brings.
1: It makes more sense what you're saying, but I think (laughs) what what I'm what I'm starting to get a picture of that. It seems to me that you know Tampa Bay is just trying to go all in for one more year, and they're not even really thinking about the future future. Where I think they're just kind of playing with house money. That's why this Chris Godwin story has been kind of iffy since since he's hit the market. It's kind of like eh, they I mean, thinking I about could, resigning him. They not I thinking 100% about. I
0: percent see it that way because Tom Brady definitely loves having Antonio Brown on the roster. Uh, but I think as an organization, I don't think Tom Brady is going to come in and tell him, "Hey, if you don't keep." Uh, Antonio Brown, I, I'm I'm gonna move on as well. I mean, he's still under contract this year. So at the end of the day, I think it, uh, what's gonna happen yeah. is is Jason Light, the the GM for uh, uh Tampa Bay, is gonna say, we're just looking at your age. We're we're looking at the amount of money we're gonna have to pay to keep you, um, and we're gonna look at the money that we're gonna have to pay Chris Godwin. He's been he's been here for the last four years he's done so much for this organization he's Mm. already uh done more this season for us than than you have Mm. there's so much money that can go around (laughs) i think they're gonna have to move on from Hmm. from from antonio brown
1: let me ask you this question in light of what you just said (laughs) um when is that what i want to (laughs) ask
0: You can ask me more than one question. It's okay. I'm, no, I'm no, sticking no. around for a little bit. No, no, no. Outside of... Out, out, <laughs> since
1: since since February 7th. Yeah. When was the last time you seen Tampa Bay win a Super Bowl?
0: I haven't. I... Um. So... Okay, I couldn't even say I'll wait quick enough. <laughs> no, okay. it, it's... I haven't. But at the end of the day, I know Jason Light, even though you're looking to go back to back and go get another Super Bowl right now.
1: No, no, no. Okay. Stop. You, you, you're going way further than what I... They won the Super Bowl in the first year. And I'm saying that to say, like, take any of the 32 teams. What's your goal? Win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Win. Everybody says that. They actually did it. You yeah. <laughs> know, so what I'm saying is, okay, we've already obtained the goal. All bets are off going forward. You can say we're going to win back to or we're going for back to back. It's never the same philosophy as what they did when they did it the first time, meaning that Chris Guy when you might not be around here for the ride we don't. we're not they, they can mortgage the future because they already accomplished the goal
0: that's true but I think as a GM you, you, GM
1: themselves I know exactly what you're saying
0: they, they're not going to look at it that way they're going to say hey well he gives us the best opportunity going forward to continue to play at this high level and only to get better he's only 24 years old like I, <laughs> you
1: I understand that. that but what I also understood is Nobody wanted Antonio Brown but Tom Brady. Tom Brady got what he wanted, and Tom Brady won a title. Uh, no. He scored a touchdown with this guy. And it's, I'm just saying. It's, I 100% it, it, agree I mean, with you. I can see it
0: both ways. I
1: just, for so me. So fairytale to me right now <laughs> yes. how this played out. Yeah. Whereas, I guess what I should have led with, I think Tampa Bay is the exception to the rule here. They don't. Just in this yeah. season. They just in this window where they should go this way, but they don't necessarily have to go that way
0: yeah and, and i and i get what you're saying when it comes to to, to tom brady and, and he got his guy and and he's gonna want his guy to come back next year and all that stuff but i just don't think tom brady is that guy to say if you don't bring me my guy i mean he didn't do it in 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 uh, new england for 20 years like why would that change now i mean yes he asked for his guy and tampa bay went out and got it done at the end of the day but i mean even when we were having that discussion in the middle of the year is who's going to get antonio brown is we heard uh, Bruce Arians come out multiple times and said, "We're, I mean, we're we're gonna try. Everybody's trying right now to talk to him and, and see what's going on. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, I still got Mike Evans. I still got Chris Godwin. I still got Gronk. Like he, you still have your guys. And so." Um, it, it, Yes, I mean, he, yeah. he, like I said, he brought that second element or that another element to that offense that kind of opened up a lot of things for Mike Evans and a lot of things for Chris Godwin. It uh, did,
1: But there's that Tom Brady way and Tom yeah. Brady's way one where I don't I, I hear that. I just I think Tom Brady got a little more say right now if he wanted to put and I, I know I'm interjecting a lot <laughs> of hypotheticals right now and I'm going to back off of it because it's just. I guess from the reports that I was getting, I can understand why they may be actually moving off of Chris Godwin. I don't understand I agree with it. I'm just like, huh, that's interesting. But now you're gotta now you also speaking to my fandom. <laughs> I'm a Bears fan. So oh, by all please. means, we let Chris Godwin go. Because if we lose Allen Robinson, the Chris only co- comparable replacement would be Chris Godwin. That's what I, I don't... Uh, to replace Allen Robinson's talent I don't I don't see nobody I don't see nobody you can go ahead and answer that I don't see nobody else on my list that will I will feel comfortable replacing him
0: I I, sorry I I would say the only other guy I mean he is my number three on my list and I just I just stated it earlier Kenny Galladay by far I think he has a talent absolutely not really
1: I don't say you don't have the talent. The Bears don't have the talent to to harbor this guy. I mean, that, if we have Sam Darnold,
0: like I said, and, and you're putting. You're I putting put it, Sam it like Darnold.
1: this I like Kenny Galladay more so in Kansas City than I like him in Chicago. That's when you see, you see the difference? It's Chicago's not ready for this guy. Like, no more than Chicago wasn't ready for Allen Robinson. But
0: I. But I it's, for me, I, I think it doesn't matter because because I don't think Chris Godwin is going to be the game changer. I mean, he's still you still gotta get somebody to get you the ball. So whether it's Kenny Galladay or if it's Chris Godwin, I I don't see Chris mm. Godwin, even though he is fantastic talent. I I think that if that falls through, I wouldn't hate having Kenny Galladay. I think Kenny Galladay is definitely somebody who can fill that Allen Robinson void no matter what. I don't,
1: I don't feel that way. <laughs> it's just a, it's a field thing. I don't have anything on his numbers because his numbers is fine. But I, I, Chris Godwin got this dog mentality that I like about. It. It's just oh, no, and I agree. I mean, this guy played with virtually one hand, literally, yeah. and 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 almost did not miss a beat this year. Yeah. On a, I mean, you've seen the offense that everybody's eating on that team, and yeah. he's still eating. And I'm yeah. like, that's no, the. I agree. That's the. And I guess. And then Kenny Galladay, on the other hand, he's injured, and he did the normal injury. He was just out. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> you also have to look at their situation. Kenny Chris Godwin's on on a team that's that's bound and destined for the playoffs and going to a Super Bowl. Kenny Galladay's sitting on a team where uh we're out with Detroit, the the team as you said is notorious for all the f ups that you can ever see in in NFL history. I mean, you're looking at a team that's. In, in the same conversation with only one other team going 0-16. So, I mean, like, and, and that's the situation that you're looking at. And, and not to say that he didn't have a great quarterback situation because I've always said it. Matthew Stafford is an underrated quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Just he plays for Detroit. And then, so at the end of the day, you know you're not going to the playoffs. Your, your team's not able to compete in this division, which is very tough where everybody's knocking off each other. So, I mean, in the defense, I, I mean – Detroit's defense is like that's their number one. It's not a certain position that they need to take care. of. They need to take care of their entire defense. Detroit's what the the non-existent defense that they have? Oh, okay. <laughs> what <are> we talking <laughs> they about? They need to you? fix that. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, you're 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 comparing the kind of mentality of two different organizations as compared to these two players. Like the situations, yes, they both got injured and they both had the opportunity to come back, but. Kenny Galladay literally had nothing to play for it when he
1: comes back. So, hey, hey he let did. me go rest my body. Let right me... now, as to why he's not number two on my list. Here, <laughs> and I get that. And like I he said. He didn't play for that. He played for where he's at right now. True. Which is funny. You didn't even ask me where he's at on my list. Where is he? Number three.
0: <laughs> we, We're arguing over two no, and three. No, 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 we no, no I'm saying. <laughs> have them in, we literally have them in the same spots. But what, you're, what I'm right. saying is that I think for in, in that Chicago example, like you said, you you say that you don't feel like Kenny Galladay can fill that void. I definitely think that he can, only because he would. This is assuming because the only way that we would end up getting either any of these guys is if we had a quarterback. Okay. That we get who did
1: who did Allen you right true <laughs> true. However, I want to ask you this question: What's that? Who did Allen Robinson replace when he came to Chicago? Like, who was the big guy he replaced?
0: Nobody. We didn't have anybody. Well, we had someone.
1: No, we didn't. A year or so behind, before he Alshon Jeffrey, thank you. Alshon Jeffrey, Kenny Galladay, they just I'm talking about not the oh. same. The oh. same mentality. Alshon Jeffrey is a talent. He does I'm, not have that dog in him. And because Brandon Marshall had it, not him. He was just he was the guy who came by and just made the catches and, and kept going. While Brandon Marshall had to be the one with five people hanging on him, and he still make the catch. And you know. <laughs> And then Brandon Marshall got hurt. And Alshon Jeffrey just came out there and just kept on doing his little thing. Wasn't, that, wasn't making all the catches all of a sudden. You know, and then his numbers started to come down. And then, okay, um, then they get rid of Brandon Marshall. You yep. got Alshon Jeffrey. He did all these great things. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, Alshon Jeffries can't stay on the field. Yeah. Alshon Jeffries just getting pushed out of bounds. Alshon Jeffries went from a thousand yards to about eight hundred yards, from eight hundred yards to seven hundred something yards, like to to now playing. You know, thirteen games to he plays nine games. It, it just it was just a it was just a, doubt, a decline. And but the point the 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 most consistent thing I would see is oh, man, he made this spectacular catch over three people. And, and he gets he just smiles and throws the ball down and he yeah. just goes trots back over to the, to the sideline. And I was like, man, when is this dude going to go next level on this team with this type of talent? And he never did it. He went to Philadelphia, did the exact same thing. Difference is he was on a much better team. He had a better supporting cast. Still a great talent. When I see Kenny Galladay, unfortunately, I've only seen him in Detroit. Yeah, he did. That's the sample size I have. <laughs> he just—he looks like Alshon Jerry. He, but, but by all means, I think Kenny this. Galladay is mu- a talent out of this world. But he, I ain't never seen no dog in him though. And I'm I mean, just, being I'm in a, Detroit, a, you probably can't have it. You, it does I'm just not. I'm gonna say this, Go Kenny Galladay, If you're listening, <laughs>
0: Curtis Four's views do not reflect that of Curtis Five's views. I think that you. You did the right thing. Comparing this, this man to Alshon <laughs> Jeffries is
1: not a slight. That's it's all not, I'm saying.
0: I, honestly, after what we saw with the Alshon Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffries is Al- a
1: Super Bowl champion, first of all. And he played for Chicago, our beloved Chicago Bears. He played serviceable <laughs> while he was here. He just was no dog. That's all I, I was saying. I
0: agree with your Alshon Jeffrey point. I do not agree with Kenny Galladay. I, I don't Kenny know Galladay. what you seen in
1: Detroit, because I know what I've seen. I've seen Alshon Jeffries in a Kenny Galladay I jersey.
0: Taking, I, know, I am taking I am taking I am taking the Detroit aspect. Y'all heard of it here. Y'all heard Mint, it here the, first. The Matt <laughs> and I'm taking the Kenny Galladay away from the Detroit. That, that's what I am doing. I am taking those two things and I am separating until
1: them until we see it. I saw it. I we, stand okay. oh my words. <laughs> Kitty Kenny Galladay prove me wrong.
0: Let, let's that, mark it down right now. It is. I want to.
1: Uh, I want to see him had the greatest year ever. Prove me wrong, Kenny Galladay. twenty
0: third. <laughs> <laughs> we're we gonna have a Kenny Galladay
1: this. challenge. Show me up. Sh- show me you better than Alshon Jeffries, please. I, I ain't talking about. I'm not talking about Alshon <laughs> Jeffries last year. I'm talking about the good Alshon Jeffries. The I prime. I'm
0: 100 pulling up this clip the second I get the opportunity in this season. I uh, Kenny Galladay, please prove me right. Uh. I, I I am 100 percent behind Kenny Galladay. I think that you are by far leaps and bounds more of a talent Mr. Galladay, if you're listening to this,
1: I mean no disrespect, but I stand by what I stated. And I and I'm speaking I'm let me explain what I'm speaking to. If anybody don't understand the content, this is really more of I'm speaking to Detroit.
0: Exactly. More this is what however,
1: <laughs> that does not change my view of Galladay simply because he has not played anywhere besides Detroit until he's he's which is what we're talking about right now. His destinations. If he resigns with Detroit, all oh, game on. Yeah. Game on next week. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> you better hope he don't resign with Detroit. I'm I really kidding on it. Please go somewhere else because you,
0: De- Detroit's not gonna get it done. for I'm you. I'm not gonna lose no
1: sleep because I. You know what? I want to be wrong. Please, I just I, don't think I am. That's the I, thing. I don't want
0: to see it happen. But please, even if it takes you having to go sh- jump ship and go to Green Bay. Please. I, uh, Prove me wrong, please. Prove me
1: wrong, because right now, because
0: I uh, I know what your talent is. I know what his talent is. I know I, what I,
1: it is too. I just know what I've seen.
0: Uh, you've seen Detroit. That's what you've been. Seeing.
1: <laughs> I, I, that's what Detroit do to you. And, and right, right now, he is not sh- well. Move Number on. four I don't on the list. <laughs> uh, Who you
0: got? <laughs> I mean, we already talked about Antonio Brown. Um, I mean, I guess
1: he's my number four.
0: Okay. Um. So we we've already we had the on. discussion. Um, I guess it's kind of a toss up for me right now for number five then. T Y and Juju. Uh what are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, I lost T Y on the list and I oh, ended up really? he's he so far down. it's not even based on a ranking at this point. Oh, I just had Juju, to add him. You, you forgot to No, okay. the top part is yeah. but yeah, on my I left out TY. I don't ask me so, how.
0: No, well, so here, let me start with this. I the reason why it's kind of a toss up between Juju and T Y for me mm-hmm. is that at this point, I see Ty as a number two, and I and I've always seen Juju as a number two. But Juju is younger; he does have uh, the opportunity to grow. I think if he gets out of Pittsburgh, he will have the opportunity wherever he ends up going to 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 really thrive wherever I, he goes. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, Ty he's really just been hampered by injuries. Um, and, and at the end of the day, if he was healthy all these years since. Mm-hmm. He's been drafted. I mean, we'd be probably talking about him in a completely different light. Um, right. So I really think Ty is one of these guys that he's kind of underrated when it comes to the NFL world. Um, in, in the wide receiver position, he he's was there throughout all of Andrew Luck's tenure. He was there, uh, with, with the Phillip river situation here. So I mean, I mean, hmm.
1: if I had to rank him, I I didn't rank him, but if yeah. I had to, I don't think he cracks my top ten. Actually. Okay. And that's not that's not a slight. That's just, no, it's just I hard. I like I like the other, and it's not taking anything. It's it's taking what you said. He's thirty. You know what is he thirty or thirty one uh, right I, now? Thirty one. Thirty one. He's it, he's man. He's coming off a series of just injuries over the last several years. Yeah. You know he's he yeah at best he's going to be you know mid range number two guy for you and that's fine and nothing's yeah. wrong with that. I don't that doesn't make number five on my list. I think there's more comparable um, talent that's sitting there. That has way more upside Than what he would have right now With that being said I mean, I have 25 guys listed here, but I, okay. not that I'm running through 25. I just wanted to make sure I had a wide yeah. range of players to discuss. Cause to I only sh- have the
0: top 15, like, big names right. uh, from this li- from the wide receiver class. And I did right this on now.
1: purpose just to kind of yeah. um, capture, what, to kind of kind of galvanize what you were doing with your list. Yeah,
0: and I, I would put T.Y. <clears> Hilton because guys in that age range, I mean, obviously, Larry Fitzgerald, he's up there. He's 37. Uh, you've got AJ Green, Antonio Brown, uh, mm-hmm. who else? Uh, Marvin Jones. So I would put T O I towards the top of those that age range. Uh, I mean Antonio Brown might be above him, but at this I right. think the only reason why that is right now is only because T Y Hilton's injury history right now is you never know if you're gonna have him for all you would want to have your wide receiver for at least 15 games a season, uh, 14, 15 games. Maybe right. you sit them for a couple of weeks just to, hey, let's let's get rejuvenated, let's get fresh, uh, whatever it may right. be. But uh, if you're sitting out six, seven, eight games a season, at the end of the day, your best ability is availability. And if you're not on that field, you're you're really – what are we paying you for? Um, so. Uh, that, that's <clears> really the only issue with ty i mean if he can find a situation where he could be like you said that mid-range number two guy where he doesn't have to come up and be that number one guy mm-hmm. or even for that matter if he can possibly find a situation where he's the number three where he can just go play ball go run your routes just just run your routes and we'll get you the ball when when we need when when we need you let me,
1: let me. can i read some numbers I'm gonna, I'm gonna read two sets of numbers to you okay and you just tell me what you think 102 receptions. 1,250 yards and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Alright. Then we got 56 receptions, 762 yards and five touchdowns. You Sorry, need I'm me to repeat re- that?
0: Re- repeat the yardage.
1: Okay. Um, which one? Uh, both of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, 12, 1250 for the first one. And six touchdowns? And six touchdowns. And then what's the line for the second one? 762 yards and five touchdowns. Reception? 56 receptions. Okay, you see those numbers.
0: You said six touchdowns, right? 102
1: one hundred and two receptions, twelve hundred and fifty yards, and six touchdowns. And then the second one. Fifty-six receptions, seven hundred and sixty-two yards, and five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. All right. Oh, man. What's do you want to know the significance of those two numbers?
0: Well, the fact that it's half the amount of receptions, but you're still getting those red zone targets, and you're only five hundred yards behind. Who who are these two?
1: Okay, the first line is Allen Robinson. Wow. Second one, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. I just wanted to share it. I I like considering that guy sat out all them years. I mean, sat out that many games. He got to work he did. He 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 got the work very quickly, and I mean he he put he put some work in very and, and very little very 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 small sample size there.
0: And and uh, that's what I would love to see. Come on, please, can you stay healthy for a full season? Because I want to see what those numbers would have been. Like <laughs> at the end of the day, like T Y. is healthy. why
1: I as I not rank them, but I don't. <sighs> and, and that's the thing with me because I'm yeah. sitting
0: here because like, the only reason why anybody would really know T Y. as much as if you're outside of just being a football buff is fantasy football, T Y Hilton's one of those guys every single year, you're just sitting there uh, over the last two, three years now is you're just like, dang, I want to take him, but those injuries, man. And and that's the thing that you keep saying. And that's what probably all these GMs are saying. And and what Chris Ballard has been saying, is like, you're so good you're so good but you just can't stay on the field and 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 that's where uh it really it comes down to like i said the best ability is availability and if you're not out there on the field why are we paying you and, and it's Man, just did you imagine
1: him with the chiefs i could say this about every player
0: <laughs> just about just about
1: uh, oh my god I, I did that in my head i'm like i can do and, this for and that's what I'm saying. This. If,
0: if ty can find like, that position where you're the number three guy go Whew. to kansas city Oh my god! You're the number three guy.
1: Don't even have to play sixteen games. Yeah, you d- play eight. We play eight. <laughs> we just need you for, if, what you've every been other doing week for the last four years. Play, <laughs> we'll play you on the even weeks. Exactly. <laughs>
0: you choose even odds. No, we'll we'll play you on the uh on the odd weeks because then you get to play in week one. Uh, <laughs> mm, Five hundred yard <laughs> yeah, game. Exactly. Game there. No, and, and so that's what I'm saying. It's just like. Th- those, th- I think he would be able to still get that exact stat line, 56, 762, and five touchdowns in that Kansas City offense, in, in, in an <laughs> offense like that I, anyway. Maybe Not you go to Tampa game. Bay, do the same
1: thing. One game.
0: <laughs> it's it's okay. I, I mean, I can see him returning back to Indianapolis, but I think Indianapolis really needs to make sure that they go out and get more talent around uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, more weapons because ty can't be the number one option anymore and that's not like i said this is not to rag on ty for for being injured it happens to everybody injuries is a part of the nfl it's very unfortunate that we've seen this happen to ty over the last three four years but uh, that's football for you so i mean we we really want to if he can prolong his career stay around for another three four years um the only way that's going to happen is that he he's the bona fide number two guy. He can't be the number one
1: anymore. I, I know. I, 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 oh God, I shouldn't do this, but <laughs> it's more so about Indianapolis. It's not about free agency whatsoever. Did you hear about the Michael Pittman thing? Oh, yeah. And I, 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 <laughs> I, I <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I'd th- be remiss not to bring this up. Yeah. And
0: I, I I was gonna blow past it because we already talked about Carson Wentz and all that stuff. Uh, but
1: keep, you keep coming back, circling, and ragging yeah. about Indianapolis. I just like, uh can we talk about this for really quick?
0: Yeah, I mean, really quick. I mean, what are your thoughts on what Michael Payton uh, had to come out and say?
1: You know, I I I didn't get a chance to formulate my opinion because I got the um, privilege of listening to Keyshawn Johnson talk about it.
0: Oh, I I didn't get to. What did he oh, say? Oh my gosh,
1: he put it he put it so eloquently. Like, look here. If I'm the starting franchise quarterback, let me explain. You can say whatever you want to say. You can be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. You know, if he wants to sit here and pay me such and such, I don't really feel comfortable taking such and such amount. First of all, I'm not paying you a cent. Second, I don't know what number. I'm going to go to the coaches and let this. Y'all better reassign this guy another (laughs) 80-something designation because, first of all, this number ain't yours. It ain't, it ain't yeah. even a receivers number. I am the starting quarterback. I am the franchise. Therefore, I don't. We're not negotiating what number I'm going to wear. I know this is about numbers. Yeah. However, it was just in the in the grand scheme of things. That's that's kind of what he was saying. I underst I almost want to champion that that sentiment because in my mind I'm thinking like. What? Who are you? I
0: respect it, and and, and, I, and I so I, I get that point of view, and I, I totally get it. But I respect what Michael Pittman's saying, um, only because, and this is the only reason why, if this was any other quarterback that's coming on a big blockbuster trade like this is, um, but Carson Wentz, you're coming off of two back-to-back seasons where you've <sighs> underperformed, and this is the reason why you're getting traded for a bag of chips and in, in a in a in and in a candy bar, basically. So, I mean, because you didn't play well. And and again, this is uh, what I've said about Philadelphia is I think this is more of an organizational thing than it is Carson Wentz not being able to play. But Carson Wentz, you need to be better at decision making. You need to be able to to, to make those decisions better. You shouldn't be having as many uh, turnovers as you've had over the last few years. Um, So at the end of the day. I mean it this just happened last year with the whole uh, Chris Godwin Tom Brady situation nobody's going to question the goat he didn't even have to come out and start talking about that 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 number yet before Chris Godwin said hey I'm willing to give it over to, to Tom Brady that's cuz it's Tom freaking Brady it's not it's not Carson Wentz who's coming off of of unfortunate situation and so and so Michael Pittman cool you, you you're standing up for you, you being a rookie and, and this is your number and my only thing is that this really isn't your number only because you didn't even have this number back in college so at the end of the day if you're gonna be standing tall about it I think Michael Pittman needs to be standing tall to go get paid for the number and I think Carson Wood should have to pay for it I, I think that any quarterback coming into a situation like this should do right by their wide receivers give them I mean, it's a hundred k off of that's, your salary. How much are you getting paid? That this that year? that
1: wasn't. I didn't question whether he should pay him. It was funny. Keyshawn Johnson stated yeah. he wouldn't pay him a cent. So I was like, wow. I just like the way he presented yeah, it. I no, was like, oh, I champion that. But
0: I respect that. But I, the only reason why I I don't agree with that for this specific situation is because Carson Wentz is coming off two back to back disappointing seasons, and I don't think anybody is going to question that. And that's the whole reason why he got traded in the first place is because if. If he played, got some more numbers for you.
1: (laughs) Let's go forty receptions, five hundred and three yards, and a touchdown. Yep. You don't get to command nothing at that point. I,
0: yes and no. Again, you're a rookie, and that's the thing about rookie wide receivers though is that those numbers really never are good if you're a rookie wide receiver. And so, and they were really trying to figure out if they wanted to play him at tight end or if they wanted to play. Which is
1: why he doesn't have an 80 designate. And this is kind of what Keyshawn was bringing up. And that's what I was kind of like, it makes more sense. Like, you kind of got one of the leftover numbers. But when that's being said and done, you have a quarterback's number. That's because that's anything. I I
0: agree. But at the end of the day, I think that if, if this wouldn't be a question, if this was just. I, if Carson Wentz has played fantastic, like Deshaun Watson has in Houston, and he's coming over to go, come get number four from whoever. Then yes, this you, you give up that number. But if you, but if it's Carson Wentz, where you're coming off of a, a suspect season where it, it, everything has been in shambles, that entire organization is in shambles. Your your what your future is is in shambles. What what are we talking about here? You're you don't comm- Carson Wentz's numbers don't command the respect to to command that number as well as uh, Michael Pittman's numbers don't command respect to come and, and talk to me that way. True. But you have to also take into account that Michael Pittman never really came out and was just like... It, did you hear his soundbite?
1: I heard part of it.
0: He really wasn't being disrespectful. He he really wasn't coming out and, and kind of being demonstrative about it. He wasn't trying to be kind of aggressive about it. I any didn't anywhere. get that
1: either. I, what I got was kind of... He's like, it's my
0: number, like... We in the in the whole conversation that Carson Wentz and Michael Pittman had the the, the sense that I got was that Carson Wentz basically just brought it up. He was just like, "Well, we're both number eleven. What's your thoughts?" And he's like, "It's my number. Like, I haven't really thought about giving it up." Carson Wentz has said that he's been thinking about changing his number in the first place anyway. So mm. at the end of the day, I think if Carson Wentz wants a fresh start and he wants to change his number, go ahead and do it. Because that, that cause just the symbolism behind it, that this is a different guy. This is not what the last two, three years has been. This is a different situation. Let's restart. Let's be fresh. And, and I think this is – and somebody else brought this up, was that it's more of like a test for Carson Wentz, is you've been said to be – a guy that's been difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. You've been a guy that's said to to kind of be a little bit kind of abrasive in the locker room, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. You come into a situation now you're demanding and, and you're entitled to this, you're entitled to that. No, I'm gonna earn your respect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I my my stats haven't backed it up the last two years. I'm gonna come into this situation, I'm gonna get your respect, I'm gonna get you your touches, you're gonna you're gonna become a better uh wide receiver because of me. So is TY. Jonathan Taylor is going to benefit from this. Our defense is going to benefit from me being here. I'm going to be the leader of the Indianapolis Colts move, moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I don't need that. This number is ab, ob, obsolete in all of this. So I, I think this is also kind of a test. And, and this is why Chris Ballard and, and Frank Reich haven't gotten involved in it because they want to see how Carson Wentz is going to respond to a situation like this. and And if he is able to just say, hey, I don't need 11 to play football. Let's go. Give me 15, give me 12, Give whatever the number is. I don't care. Let's play football. That's what I want to do.
1: Got it. I think, in all fairness, the, <clears throat> there should be a, you know, uh, basically a, you know, best two out of three Rock say, scissors, <laughs> you know, competition <laughs> for, sure. for this, for this I number. I think that's the best way and only way you just to, the settle only to settle this. <laughs> we got to settle this. So, I mean, no, it's this, a this. funny situation. It was, it was, because I, I woke Not up. Not a to serious that. situation at all.
0: I, I woke up <laughs> to that situation. And I was just like, "This is—we're really in this this dead period of, of of sports when this situation is literally like being talked about on every sports talk show uh, across the nation right now." And so I was just like, "Wow!" I, 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 it kind of caught me by surprise because there's there's so much other things to talk about, but this kind of caught like an hour
1: on everybody's show. Right. <laughs> and then it's like number eleven, like, <laughs> that doesn't really do anything when i hear it either then, knock off one of those
0: ones and just go with one or go right. down one number and go to 10
1: that that's, <laughs> that 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 was my i was like just wear one and we're good unless that's retired for some reason i, I, I know, don't know i got to look up uniteds no uniteds was 19 yeah. so that's not it so uh, yeah
0: i'm there he's got it. I think Carson Wentz, and like I said, the symbolism of changing your number, I think, for Carson Wentz would be a nice thing for him, just to to really make sure that we submit that this is a new, fresh start for him.
1: Yeah, that worked out really well for Michael Jordan. Mm, fair. I digress. <laughs> uh, there's more wide receivers oh, to talk about here. Um,
0: I mean, we, we've talked about T.Y. Let's talk yes. about Juju a little bit here. Yes. Um, like I said, I think that he has the a little bit of a better upside of being at the number five free agent wide receiver just for his age for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also if he's able – I mean, I think he has more upside outside of Pittsburgh than he does inside of Pittsburgh. If he stays in Pittsburgh, this is just going to be let's r- run it back and we're going to be looking at a situation. What was your take
1: in Pittsburgh last year with him? Like if you had to just – it's a quick synopsis. What, what, what did you get? What, what feel did you get?
0: I I'm I really wouldn't take anything out of this season. I, I mean, culminating his entire career, I've always said that he's he's a number two. He's not a number one. He okay. he he needs another guy. He needs at least another number two to be uh more effective. Okay. Um, and I don't think Chase Claypool is that guy in Pittsburgh. Um, unfortunately, I think Chase Claypool is a number three. He's a more of a kind of a gadget guy to me. Okay. Um, but also. I've been saying it for the last two, three seasons. Big Ben, to me, has been regressing. And I know last year he was the leading quarterback with 5,000 yards and, and all that. But at the end of the day, I'm talking about big moments. Mm-hmm. You're, you're playing against guys and you're playing against teams that, in all honesty, haven't really put it all together yet uh, when it came to his 5,000-yard season. um, And also, when it came down to it, you completely crumbled. <laughs> in, in, in those big moments and mm-hmm. then you had the season where you get injured and and, and and then you come back and you guys have some success as a team his numbers weren't as good but your your team is having success but then you're also going against crap teams uh for those first 12 weeks and then boom you start to get to those tougher teams and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. your, your your entire team's fall falls apart, and Big Ben really struggled. He he had that one good game against Indianapolis, one good second half against Indianapolis where he led them to that comeback. But outside of that, he really had no really key moments in the last five, six weeks. So how do these numbers sound to you?
1: And I'm, I know I'm throwing a few numbers out here, but that's just for the sake of this segment. It's not I'm not getting really deep, no deeper mm-hmm. into me just repeating these numbers. But 42 receptions, 552 yards, um, uh, <clears throat> and three touchdowns.
0: Is that... Claypool or no that, juju? that's juju oh man that's bad i i i really do and and it's because the only other was person a
1: comma there but i'll let you finish your oh, statement sorry. You no no on. no it's a comma there's a reason why i'm saying it there's a comma but say what you got to say because, because i'm gonna come right behind you and finish what i need to say i want to lead them numbers with you though
0: no these numbers uh, uh, you you have to be better you as a number 1 wide right receiver 42 receptions on the season is not good enough
1: i agree now this is the thing I did not tell you. That's from twenty nineteen. Oh,
0: that's still bad. What is this here?
1: Okay, ninety seven receptions, eight hundred and thirty one yards, and nine touchdowns.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean that that's ninety seven receptions definitely as a number one. Definitely that that's better. You, I feel like he you have to be better in the between the twenties. Which um, is fair. I wanted
1: to just considering what you stated. Yeah, I wanted to paint a picture of what he. Let me give you some really dismal numbers that he do really have, yeah. and then I looked at this year and I'm like, the I he did not pass the eye test. I just want to say that yeah. to yeah. me. And, and, but where, his numbers passed the, you know, it would his, his numbers, numbers should have passed the eye test, but it to didn't. a degree
0: because I think because like I said, it, between the twenties is where you get those that yardage, right? And so when you're trying to drive down the field, if you're not being looked at or you're not creating big plays between the twenties, you're 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 doing your work in the red zone, getting nine touchdowns, obviously but you're, you're not really getting those big plays in between the twenties to really try to change the momentum of the game or try to keep momentum on your side throughout the game where you're, where you're kind of putting that dagger to the, to these guys. Yeah. Uh, and especially, I mean, I, I would like to break down those numbers, uh, kind of extrapolate that over the last few weeks. What were his numbers over the last six weeks of the season? Cause I, I really feel like that team as a whole, the entire offense fell apart
1: well, quickly, I can tell you, he had his lowest, his lowest average yards per catch of of, um, of his career at 8.6 yards, yeah. and that was far under double digits, which was the only year that he hit under 10,
0: 10 yeah. yards. So I think that – and that also is a a product of Ben Roethlisberger not being able to drive the ball down the field. And so I think that Pittsburgh really has a lot of stuff to figure out. I know that they're in in talks with – Big Ben can possibly be on the market or they're trying to – uh kind of break up his contract over the next few years uh to try to uh kind of soften that cap hit mm-hmm. that he has um but also I just think that I think this might be the end of this era where uh, I mean we already see New England kind of fall to pieces Pittsburgh, I think, is going to fall uh, at this point. They're going to kind of take a back seat And some of these younger AFC teams are now – I think this is really kind of the changing of the guard in, in the NFL where the, a lot of these younger teams are going to start to to take over and, and the younger t- younger players are going to start to get more of this recognition as possibly we're seeing Drew Brees retire. Okay. Phillip Rivers is already gone. Um, so it's really going to be up to Lamar Jackson – Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes—all these younger uh, quarterbacks—to kind of lead uh this new, new wave of superstars in the NFL. All
1: right. Well, his number—I pulled his numbers up. And what, what exactly you wanted to see for the last six weeks?
0: Just what were his receptions and yardage? Not necessarily touchdowns, but just re- receptions and yardage over the last few games of the season. Um,
1: because this, because this is. I'll just With, take the last four weeks. Yeah, let's, let's go from that. Th-
0: those were some of the bigger games that they had was it, in the last four weeks of the season. So
1: um, let's see. He did a. He was seven for twenty eight, six for fifty five, three for fifteen, and then nine for ninety six.
0: Like th- again, if you're a number one receiver, three for fifty six. Come on, <laughs> like you're the <laughs> well, number no, one. No, re- no,
1: three for fifteen. Sorry, oh, three for fifteen, or what was it? Six for fifty six. Six for fifty five, nine for ninety six. Yeah. Okay. And so seven for twenty-eight.
0: You just you need you have to do better than that. Seven for seven times you got because that's just receptions. That's not even including the targets that you got. Where we no. we know you drop one or two a game.
1: Ten targets, <laughs> like, seven receptions, yeah. twenty-eight yards. Come on,
0: like that, that's what I'm saying. Like you, if you're gonna be a number one, you need to be that guy, and I just don't see Juju as that guy. And and this also goes back to uh, the, the maturity when we're ha- having you doing TikTok tiktok dances and pregame against uh, on on the middle of these guys' logos when you're just drawing that attention to yourself right and, and you're also coming out with the comment, the same old Browns and come like that's where the maturity needs to come. And, and that again, he is only twenty-four. That's going to come as he continues to play football and, and he continues to learn from these vets to, that are going to come out and tell him, "Hey, dude, you can't do this stuff. Is this what this is what puts a target on your back because when you're right. doing stuff, you're disrespecting other teams' logos. You, you can do that stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Go go ahead and do. You can do that on the road. Just don't do it on their logo. That, that's right. the disrespectful part. And that's what comes out. And you saw it with that." Cincinnati game where he got absolutely lit up and fumbled that ball against Mm -hmm. They lost the game against the Cincinnati Bengals without Joe Burrow. Just think about that. And that's because they were all motivated to absolutely attack that offense because of the disrespectful comments before the game. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's where I think that a lot of that stuff comes in. And I think Juju, he's got a lot to learn, but I think that he I think that he would be better off moving on from Pittsburgh going somewhere else and he could he'll have more success elsewhere I feel just cuz I I don't see with the salary cap situation with Pittsburgh them being able to put together a team that's really going to be able to compete for a championship.
1: Do you think coach Mike Tomlin uh lost the locker room this year?
0: I don't think he lost the locker room. I think he lost Big Ben. And I think mm-hmm. that that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Uh only because I just I think that they need to move on from Big Ben. I think that he really—because that defense played fantastic all season long. They never really missed a beat. Mm -hmm. The offense is what fell apart. And I think that that's Big Ben's side of the ball. Whoever I don't even know who the offensive coordinator is because it really doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, But Mike (laughs) Tomlin— They won't be there long. (laughs) Mike Tomlin kept a lot of the guys in line. I think the only person that stepped out of line was Big Ben and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and that's because they're with this old guard with where it was Big Ben, the Triple Bs, with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, and they mm-hmm. thought that Big Ben still had that type of superstar status. When you're not able to play up to that level, you can't act the way that you act. Right. So that's just where I, I come in, and that's what I think about. Mike. I think Mike Tomlin still has that entire locker room. TJ uh, Watt over there. Um, yeah. everybody Bud dupree the, the the entire defense side of the ball is still a hundred percent in lockstep with mike tomlin because they saw that they were able to have so much success with him mm-hmm. uh just being able to lead that side of the ball at least
1: got it all right at number six what you got
0: um i think the rest of them i think it kind of falls off a little bit i mean i cory davis is definitely a guy from tennessee that i think uh needs to kind of garner some attention um
1: He's my sleeper at six.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we, me and you are just
1: yeah, we're uh, spot we're on.
0: We're on, on all of these.
1: I, uh, I, 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 would, I kid you not, never looked at his notes. No. <laughs> <laughs> never uh, discussed this list.
0: Yeah, so Corey Davis, he's a guy that I think definitely can garner a lot of t- attention Uh, when it comes to some of these other guys once they start to uh, sure up their situations for sure. Um, The other guy that I would say uh, possible... Uh, sleeper here is um curtis samuel from uh
1: carolina oh i got him at 11. Oh, okay, okay. that one dropped <laughs> okay gotcha gotcha well who do you have above him at seven i got will fuller oh i know i know he's injury prone however I, that's this, why
0: i have him much lower
1: <laughs> I, just, I but his last year was not because of an injury <laughs> he was suspended he he yeah. he, he kamikazed his own year when he finally had a healthy season so when I got to see him, I'm I'm just riding his momentum. Yeah, and, and he was and he was in Houston. Nothing good's going on in Houston. I, I, I get that.
0: I just from the years before, I the injuries completely understand. It's just on. where I'm at the point where I'm like, even in fantasy, I'm just like, Will Fuller. I have I, he's almost one of those guys that are just on like my do not draft list because just because of his situation with injuries, and 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 I just I don't know if he's ever gonna get past that um he is only 26 years old so obviously he has some time to correct that but he doesn't have a lot of time and that's the issue
1: true but his numbers look very good
0: and, and and they do when he's on the field he's good he he's definitely a game changer it's just again your best ability is availability and if you're not on that field if you're constantly injured again why why do we have you on our roster if you're if you're just not going to be able to play And like I said, you like you said last year was not that case. It was the suspension. But
1: I mean, he got suspended. He had 879 yards, eight touchdowns. This was this was going to be his breakout year. (laughs) He's at number seven. I'm sorry, because everybody else that's under him did not even. I get it. You know what? It's his seven, but seven from seven to eleven is all interchangeable. Would
0: have been Like he is higher on my list. He's not eleven. Uh, he's not, like, we're not. We're talking about Corey a talent, Davis, right?
1: But... I mean, you know, granted, I would put him, you know, it's just that's why I have a seven. I yeah. mean, but yeah, right, cause, I,
0: cause but... you have other guys like Sammy Watkins on this list. AJ Green. Uh, who else is on here? Nelson Alguerl Mal- Marvin Jones. Like these are guys that just I, I would take Will Fuller over all of those guys. I just for me, I, I wouldn't because you have Will Fuller over Corey Davis. So that that's my only thing.
1: No, I have Corey Davis then Will, Fuller. Will Fuller. Oh, gotcha, seven. gotcha.
0: <clears throat> okay, gotcha. Cool.
1: But you said Sam Curtis oh, Samuel. Curtis Samuel
0: is the guy that you have lower. Yeah, I would say right. Curtis Samuel over uh, Will Fuller for sure.
1: Okay. Um, which is he's potato younger. potato. He's not if not that's injury prone, if you feel he's a good fit. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. It's just you just asked me who I had it. Yeah. That's who I had. No, you know and, I, and I get
0: that. I'm, so the only other person that oh, there's two people that I want to talk about on this list left. Um, Allen. Ro- uh, uh, sorry, Allen Lazard. Um, from Green Bay, he is a restricted free agent, but there's some other clause that comes with that. I think that uh, it's tied to another pick. Is he even on your list? He's not even on my list. Okay. Oh, I know it's fine.
1: It's kind of funny. It's like, hey, he's not on my list. The at only all. reason <laughs> he's
0: not the guy that I really want to have a long drawn out conversation. with Uh, he's a restricted free agent. So, oh, that's why he's not on my list. Yeah. So th- that's the only thing is that I-, I just wanted to get your thoughts on what Green Bay should do when it comes to Alan Lazard because. Obviously, they need to go get somebody else. But I think that Alan Lazard kind of had a, a mini breakout season this year where he was more – I felt like he was more reliable down the stretch than uh, MVS was. And so that that's the only thing. was like <laughs> who would you rather have, MVS or Alan Lazard on your team?
1: Oh, i would sure they have Lazard. Lazard has the size. He may not have the – I'm sorry. He may not have the speed per se, like a, like an MVS, but he has the size and he's he's quick enough.
0: But if you're just a route runner, I think that that that's because again, put him in the Kansas City offense.
1: I was using him as the same. I was thinking of the same example because when I'm thinking of MVS, I'm thinking of Demarcus Robinson, yeah. and when I'm seeing Lazard, he's thinking of Sammy Watkins, like type yeah. of play. And you need that big that big play, you know, receiver that big body receiver, you know, to even you know whether he's doing running running the X route or he's he's coming down the middle and running a shallow you know fifteen hook 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 route or something of, of that sort. He he, I think he can help move the chains definitely when you have you know then they got this athletic Ryan, you know um, Tunyon that's running all kind of routes all over the place. I think that helps with the up and under um, yeah. um game. Especially for um, Green Bay's exotic, you know, uh, uh, exotic, you know, offense that they like to run you know, of these dump off passes and screen passes that they love to run so much. So I, I like I like him as a that, that they will probably match whatever offer that comes uh, that's, that way. That was going to be my next question. What cap number
0: would you kind of call it at for them to match for?
1: Know, okay, if we want to determine, is he a number two, is he a number three? Well, you know, he's young. He's somewhere between a two and a three, but based on market value, I can't see this man maybe at the most $12 million a year. You Ooh, know, I know I'm going, but
0: that's th- high. I, for me, I was going to say like seven, eight at
1: most. Just because, because <sighs> for me, I would say if, if you are going to keep him. market at, two, at being a number two. That's the only reason. Not that he... Put up number two, you know, number because he was injured most yeah. of the year, but, but to retain say, him, that's what I'm trying
0: to do. Yeah, if you're going to keep him, because remember, you also have to go get somebody else because you need a bona fide number two.
1: Understand that. So, that's what, so I guess the question would let's, re, let's restate the question. So, will it take seven to eight million to get him out of Green Bay? That's what, that's what the real question is. Would anybody else pay that? But see, this is the thing. Green Bay doesn't have to do anything. They just have to sit back and match the offer first. Yeah, well, so they have that, to.
0: They do have to put down. I think that's what the uh, like the special restricted free agency oh, class he's... he's under. They do have to put a tender on him. Oh, really? To begin, I, okay. I believe so. I, I can't remember exactly. I'll look it up later, and I'll probably. I'll put something in the description, mm-hmm. but you had have to put a, a tender on him to begin with, whether it's a first, second, or a third round tender, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, to retain the rights to him. And then whoever makes that offer, they can either match or you get that pick.
1: Ah, oh, so
0: okay. uh, you get. I think it's a compensatory pick that you get back for that. Got it. Um, so.
1: It gets a little murky when it gets to the restricted side.
0: All, this is I am trying so hard to understand the the ins and outs of NFL free agency when it comes to the different tenders that got to be put on guys, the different team options, player options restricted free agent right there's so many different classifications on it. It, it it is a little bit wonky so i will look that up and i'll probably put it in the description of this episode so if anybody is Wonderful. wondering go look down there i'll be wondering to, to make sure <laughs> that, uh, it, it, you you understand exactly what needs to happen for uh alan Lazard to be retained by green bay um, right but moving on um i guess i lied there are two other people to talk about because you didn't bring him up Earlier here talking about uh, Kansas City, Sammy Watkins is a free agent. Yep. Where do you where do you see the market for him? Because I don't see him returning to Kansas City. I don't see Kansas City extending an offer back to him.
1: I don't either. Um, I think they're going to let him test the market. Um, But as a man, I'm not sure. Sammy Watkins is an interesting guy because I'm not sure where his market will be. Um, If I had to go on on a limb. Somebody could use his services. Um, could definitely see this guy over there on the West Coast, maybe with the Rams. The yeah. Rams, I definitely need another receiver or someone. I to... don't think
0: they need another Sammy Watkins type, though. I, Because I, they've already got, got Robert Woods. You've already got Cooper Cup. I don't think you need a Sammy Watkins to fill I think you need like a, a more physical guy for the red zone. Mm. um and that's my only thing and and, and, and i think that would re- definitely help out matthew stafford down there because once you get down into that red zone matthew stafford yes he's still athletic he's mm-hmm. still a little bit mobile but he's not like a jimmy garoppolo even like he's not right. a russell wilson like, he's definitely not a kyler murray like he can move he can get out of the pocket mm-hmm. and extend plays but he he's definitely not going to be that guy that can rely on his legs so gotcha. when you get to the red zone i I don't see the Rams going after Sammy Watkins only because they've already got two guys like that.
1: Mm. Um. um, I mean, you can almost place him anywhere. I mean, kind of when as you was mentioning, I was as you was talking, I was thinking maybe possibly Seattle because Seattle no. always had this issue with that number three. Like, yeah, because um, David Moore was always a distant number three <laughs> yeah. on it. I mean, since he's been since he's been in Seattle, where they is really don't David have Moore, a number three.
0: Is it know. DJ Moore? I don't know no. his name. I, I never knew I it. I thought it was David Moore. No. It might be I I
1: honestly have no idea. It's David Moore. <laughs> it, it really that, but he he's such a distant three. That's exactly. that they, we're, we're, we're sitting here you know struggling to remember his first name, you know. But we do know it starts with a D. So that's yeah. good enough. But um definitely could replace him, you know. But with that being said, no matter who they replaced in Seattle, no one has ever emerged whether it's been a tight end or a receiver. And
0: I think that's a, a proponent to the offense that they run though. Right. I don't know if it's because of the guy. I don't, cause it, it kind of reminds me of, uh, what is his name? Robbie Anderson in New York. Mm-hmm. You mean he was, everybody was like, well, he was supposed to be this big guy and he'd never really panned out. And then right. he goes to Carolina and he had a fantastic year last year. So, right. I mean, at the end of the day, I I don't know if you, where he would fit. Like, I think, Sammy I, think Watkins. I got
1: one more designation. I think would actually be a good fit for him, being that he's a veteran. Um, this team is kind of going through a transition right now. They're not exactly sure fully what their identity is going to be next year as a whole. Yeah. And once I said, you understand why I said all this, but I think it's the Cleveland Browns. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm just saying that. Yeah, see how no, that yeah, offense offense is kind of set, but it's not kind of set yeah. exactly. You have
0: no idea what's happening with OBJ right now, and I think. And let's just get this out of the way right now. I think Odell Beckham should be traded. I, I think that you, they, Baker Mayfield played so much better without the pressure of having to get OBJ the ball. Right. That I think if you trade him, I you're obviously you're not going to get what New York got back for him.
1: No money's going to get that back. You're not going
0: to get a big deal. You're, you're not going to get a big trade to happen here. This is going to be, I'm dumping that contract. I'm going to get... Second, maybe you're gonna get a Carson Wentz contract. I was just about you're gonna get a Carson Wentz, <laughs> Carson Wentz deal. Uh, so I, I think that that would probably be ideal both for the for both of them. I think that I think OBJ needs to get to a place where not that he's the number one guy, that he's just the the quarterback isn't doesn't feel like he has to change the way that he plays to get him the touches. Right. Um, and I think if he can find a situation, maybe he goes and fills in where. Uh, possibly Antonio Brown leaves in Tampa Bay and goes ring chasing. Uh, I, it's just a, a – I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, just, <laughs> I'm saying that he goes to a place where there's a quarterback already in place that doesn't have to compromise the way that he plays to get a, mm-hmm. OBJ touches. That That's really all it is. I think that Baker Mayfield just felt the pressure of getting him the ball so much, mm-hmm. and once he didn't have to, he just played so much better football this season.
1: And Odell Beckham is a—he's—he he's still under contract. Yeah, he's under contract. Okay. This would have to be a trade. Have to be a trade. Okay. Yeah. Just um, want to make sure. We- so the
0: only other guy that I really wanted to talk about to wrap up the wide receiver uh, segment of this uh, of this podcast. Uh, is Larry Fitzgerald? He is an unrestricted free agent. This is going to be a quick conversation. I think Larry Fitzgerald needs to retire, <laughs> uh, and, and this is not to rag on him. He he actually had a decent year last year, yeah. um, uh, yeah. for his age. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so cause... at the end of the day, and I, he I plays
1: just... he he plays sparingly. He did not play. Yeah. You know he didn't play all the downs, right. like, all the snaps.
0: And I just feel bad because he never he never got that title, and I think he's one of those guys that definitely deserves to be a one of the greats of the wide receiver position just because the type of guy that he is even though he's mr reliable every single game he's going to be out there to to do whatever he can to to be that consistent guy for whatever quarterback he's playing for right uh and then he's doing everything in the community as
1: well well tampa kansas city y'all up maybe one more larry Fitzgerald's out there i think i guess I, i i said that to say i think that would be his best fits Okay. You know, I cuz you could you imagine like a Larry like cuz say he he got everything but the ring. Okay, let's put him in Baltimore. I don't, um, I, don't I don't like how that fits. You know, that, that that's yeah. what I said, but I'm but to see him in Kansas City or and to be fair cuz some people don't think I'm just being a homer right now, but to see him in Tampa Bay not bad fits at all. I think he'll flourish in these in these offenses. I mean, I just if I just he was if he went, if this is what he wanted to do, I don't yeah. even know if he wants to leave. To be honest, I,
0: I, I, he might play again in Arizona. I don't know. Exactly. I, I don't know what the what his uh, kind of outlook is for this season. Right. Um, so, I mean, if he is looking to to hang him up, I, I think that I, I don't think that the last few years has tainted his legacy in any stretch of imagination. I think his his it's cemented. It's it cemented for him. He's played uh, fantastic football already. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just uh, he he at this point. He, I don't think he can offer too much to to any middling team like you said, Kansas City or or mm-hmm. or uh, Tampa Bay. But outside of those guys or teams that are almost as shoeing for the for Super Bowl contention, it, it's it's pretty sparse for him.
1: I Agree. <clears throat> well, well, I know you're rounding up your list, yeah. but go ahead. I'll oh, sorry,
0: you... no, you know I know you have uh, no, no, quite no, no, a few no, more than me, I just right? have
1: names. It's. Yeah, we we cover them, we don't cover. them, List them um, off. So um, just round round off the rest of some some more notable names is where I was going yeah. with this. Um, you got Marvin Jones. Um, you know, coming out of Detroit. Yeah. Uh, by uh, the
0: way, Detroit has zero wide receivers on their roster as we sit and talk today. So Detroit's definitely going to be one of these teams that are in the market for wide receivers, or. They're supposed I, to be. I, I, I think that they have a lot of other things that they need to address before that, though. But, I think
1: they. I think that's a good thing for them because it's almost clean slate. Yeah, just it's I like, would say don't even
0: try to go. At, I. They're probably going to try to retain Kenny Galladay, but I think Detroit should just let him walk, and restart fresh. I know you got Jared Goff there as your quarterback right now, but
1: no, I understand this. If if, if they're going to do a fresh start, this would be the time. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it no, right. Go get go some. All go get in some on draft this.
0: Picks and go. Go get somebody else. That's in free agency. Don't try to go back for the guys that you've already had here.
1: Exactly. Um, You already mentioned Nelson Aguilar at number 10.
0: Yeah, I think um, he's his, his market's going to be very low.
1: He's going to be at number three wherever he goes. He is, but if he gets to the right place, I think he's going to be very valuable. Yeah, I'm not mean. saying that he has oh, no, no gotcha.
0: value. I'm just saying that I, I don't think that any team is going to be looking to make the, him a uh, 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 not not that they're going to try to make him a key part. I think that he's going to have to earn his stripes wherever he goes.
1: True, and these are bargain buys. These are not players that's going to break the bank whatsoever. And and a very and if you get the right guy in the right system, you got something special for really pennies on a dollar here. Yeah. Um, then I had an eleven, questionable. And you said eleven. It wasn't a hard number, but I put in Curtis Samuel. So <laughs> yeah, um, I
0: still can't believe you have him that low. I think I, I just. I know you, I, you probably don't watch Carolina, though. No, it's
1: the way they used them. And I think yeah. it was more suited to what Carolina did with yeah. him as what kind of padded his numbers a little bit more. But then it also took away from what they probably would have did with him originally. He just played. I, I, I'm not I don't like what Carolina did with him last year. Let me leave it at that. That's the I, reason why he's at 11. It's just kind of how he was utilized.
0: Let's talk about Carolina for just a quick second here. I just want to get your thoughts. What do you think about Matt Rule?
1: Uh I don't. Have, I haven't formulated nothing yet. No, I don't have a good feel for this guy whatsoever.
0: I was I was absolutely excited to see Matt roll in the NFL because I watched him at Baylor, uh, okay. being the head coach there, and he kind of re completely retooled that entire uh, team uh, when he came down there. Entire program. So Baylor was really good. Um, and then when he got the the nod to come to carolina i was like wow this is gonna be an amazing opportunity for him i really felt like carolina really misused teddy bridgewater this year though i think that they tried to make him the focal point of the offense Uh, and i know that's also a proponent to christian mccaffrey getting hurt and whatnot right Um, but i think that they they needed to try to kind of lean more on mike davis and try to just at least take the pressure off of Teddy Bridgewater a little bit more. I think they try to put too much on this plate year one, uh, trying to kind of feel out this offense. And now it seems like they're ready to move on from him.
1: Yeah. And I think that had a lot to do, like you were saying, with the Christian McCaffrey thing, because we've seen Curtis Samuel in a run game. We've seen Teddy Bridgewater. All of a sudden, he's a scrambling running quarterback. Impromptu. in prompt 2 wasn't even called for him to even run he ran plays you know um then of course we had to get Mike Davis to come up it just that's why I don't really have a feel i think whatever he wanted to do i think he did a, a great job considering the injuries that it, that occurred on that team yeah. that i think he kept that team afloat and he kept them competitive and he kept them um in contention to at least make a push for the playoffs, and they kind of fizzled out around you know week thirteen, week fourteen, somewhere. Just right after, right after the, the Bears. You're
0: right, you're right, you're right. You know,
1: as the Bears, you know, we we know the Bears notorious for like you know basically changing trajectories for teams after they play them, exactly. like I.E. the Rams. You know, oh. never the same to be the same. Remember, y'all, the Bears did that. You're welcome, NFL. But, um, but yeah. With that, I don't know if we got a good sense of to know. Okay, that's why I'm saying I don't have a good sense of what Matt Real Rule has done. I mean, yeah. I, I, he done that. And that was great. I just didn't want like, okay, to like. Okay, yeah, him doing that was okay. That's wonderful. That's but a start. That's not enough for yeah. me to say I'm sold because in in a well, dire situation, he can he could stay afloat. Okay, I don't want to see you stay afloat. I want to see if I you need can you succeed. To transcend. Right, yeah. you know, because maybe. Maybe that translate into championships if y'all healthy. I don't know that, but right now all I'm seeing is like, okay, he was able to do a lot with with, with, with little. little, yeah. But also there was no game film, and the league is you, ready for him this year.
0: And what are you thinking about if the rumors are true? The Carolina's salary dumping right now to figure out a way to make a trade for, um. Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson is in this offense, what do you think the ceiling is for that team? Or do you think that for me anyway, I think that it possibly could be another Houston situation?
1: Um, no, not necessarily. I mean, it could. It's like, well, instead of you having Hopkins, you got McCaffrey, but I th- I think that's a different dynamic. You got a Deshaun Watson with a with a with a um Christian McCaffrey. I think at that point you guys heard of Samuel coming back to sign. Yeah. You you um, you still got um uh, with DJ Moore over there.
0: Yeah, DJ Moore. Yep. You, you, DJ, oh, that's the DJ Moore. Okay, right. gotcha. I couldn't even remember. <laughs> right. DJ I Had him on my fantasy team
1: and couldn't even remember that because I mean, cause then DK Metcalf, you yeah. know, just these these letters, you know. But yeah, um, you you still got DJ Moore, you know, um. That's a nice nucleus, and I I think that's attractive. Just to have just him and McCaffrey, I think, man, you think you're going to have two to three uh, free agents that's just going to want to come over just because you know, and really for probably a hometown discount, you know. It just, I just, you know, I know we kind of put in the cart before the horse, but I think you know if you was able to get.
0: but what would they have to get? Because are they just going to be giving up draft picks? Because if they're if they're giving up draft picks, then you're getting the same draft picks that Chicago could give.
1: I, I think they also they already tried to get rid of Bridgewater, you know. But they, uh, <laughs> uh, whatever they offered, I think Houston has just been like no. Be,
0: I don't think you're going to be able to trade Chaddy Bridgewater until Deshaun Watson is traded
1: or I'm saying or if they've they even talked to Houston Houston might just be declining them simply because Houston isn't getting enough offers right now or nothing that's comparable well, to Houston go off. Houston is saying
0: that they're not they're not even taking calls on Deshaun Watson right now which I again I think that Houston is really doing their damnedest to try to become the worst franchise in NFL history. <laughs> but at the end of the day right now what they're saying is that Nick Casario, the new GM, David Cully, the new head coach, has said, "We want to talk to Deshaun Watson before we do anything." Right. Which I understand and I respect it, but at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson doesn't care. Like, and he doesn't care. He's not coming to talk to you. He's not right. coming to talk to uh, Nick Easter or Jack Easterby, and he's not coming to talk to uh, the, the 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 owner. I forget his name. Um, but it doesn't matter at that point. Right. So, like, I get what they're trying to do, but I just feel like they're kind of missing and they're not, they're not understanding the gravi- the the gravity of the situation right now. Just because they haven't talked to him yet.
1: Right. And who knows what you know? The other flip, you know, other side to this is maybe Carolina is going into that slow rebuild, and they're just not really trying to reveal it right now, which is why they did put a filler out there and who knows they might just go back to the draft and come up with you yep. know they
0: are sitting at i think nine in the draft so. right so yeah. i don't
1: i don't think i don't think i know we're bringing them up but i think we're bringing them up based on the fact that their name came up in the trade well,
0: i just really wanted to talk to you about uh matt roll really right over oh, just it led into that we hadn't talked about carolina yet but uh, i just wanted to get your thoughts on, on I, overall I, I
1: think the jury's still out i'm not yay or nay okay i, just, I'm just, I still need to see more
0: okay I'm